Agotaner Shabbos, we're about to begin, Be'ezus Hashem, Shear number 113, the Svarim of Zelik Pliskin and other Svarim regarding self-confidence. And one of the concepts of self-confidence that applies in daily life is to feel comfortable when you meet new people. And even introverts, people who like to be themselves, if they have self-confidence, they are comfortable when they meet new people. Um, they are more introverted and they get energized being alone, but they're not nervous or afraid or anxious when they meet new people. So the concept that every introvert does not want to speak to people or are nervous interacting is not accurate. You can have extroverts, outgoing people, that they do interact with people, but they are not comfortable when they meet new people either. So it's not just an extrovert-introvert uh, aspect. It's really inner self-confidence. If you have the self-confidence, you will be comfortable meeting new people and interacting with them, whether you're an extrovert or an introvert. And if you are not, and a lot of it is, has to do with you know, lack of self-esteem or self-confidence, then you'll have difficulty or you'll feel uncomfortable interacting, whether you're an introvert or an extrovert. And um, that that is... Um, Something that's important to know that um, often people are nervous when they meet new people, and it's there's a certain self consciousness there, um, and a lot of it is based on your thoughts. A lot of social anxiety comes from a lack of self confidence. Maybe not always, uh, but in many cases, it is a lack of self confidence. This self consciousness comes from an excessive fear of being judged negatively. It's created by thoughts that you're thinking inside while you're talking to somebody. I hope I don't make a bad impression on this person. I hope this person will like me. I hope this person won't be judgmental or critical of me. And I hope I don't make a fool out of myself. You know, it's normal and healthy to want to make a good impression. And, um, but, and the idea is, um, you want to make a good impression. And this is really how beautiful Tyra is in general. Um, and I remember he was always pleasant with people and he was um, beloved and respected by everyone and everyone who new people he met, and he interacted with them comfortably. And there was a chen there, but he, w- but he was comfortable with them. And when he wanted to make a good impression, or when all of us want to make a good impression, the kavana is is to be mekadesh shem shamayim. When you have that in mind, and you want to do that, represent HaKadosh Baruch Hu, then it's not about you. It's about doing, trying your best to make a favorable impression for real, as an authentic person for the sake of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that takes away a lot of the self-consciousness. And so, so and, 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 it, and the more comfortable you are about yourself, the less nervous you'll be about what other people think of you. And people concerned about kindness are more conscious about what they can do for others than about what others are thinking about them. That's another way to relieve this. Because if your kavana 
If your main intent is chesed, for example, I want to help somebody else. And any interaction that I meet, even if it's not necessarily a chesed project of something right now, but how could I make this person feel good? How could I be productive and, and, and have this a warm encounter and say a nice word to help him? And you're focusing, or her, you're focusing on that. That removes a lot of the anxiety that you may be feeling when you want to be in service to others. So that's one Nakuda. When you have in mind and think, how could I help somebody else? And when you meet a new person or interact with people, how could I help them? How could I help Klal Yisrael? It relieves the self-consciousness and the anxiety when you're focusing on that. When you want to be in service to others, then it takes away your thoughts about yourself and your reactions to people and you're focusing on the tachlis, which is to help other people. Another thing that helps with of, uh, helping with person that feels anxious or self-conscious is also to be misbeited in what your shlichus is, is in, in this world then you will have a certain calmness. It's not about me per se, meaning in an egotistical way. It's about what I can do to bring my shlichus in this world. And if my shlichus in this world is to spread kindness to others and to help others, or when I interact with people to bring them closer to Teremitzis. So when you want to help others in any way you can, and your focus is on the other person, and on Hashem's, what He wants from you, then you become less and less concerned about worrying about what others are judging you. So you you could have that attitude, do you want others to like you? It's healthy. There's nothing wrong with that, per se. Of course I'd like others to, to like me, or to feel good about me. But that's secondary to my concern about what I can do to be kind to others. Which means it's a byproduct that you would like to have, perhaps, there's some people that are on a very high madrega that they totally are immune to it. It's a shivisi of the Baal Shem Tev. I don't care if people yell at me or scream at me or, or praise me. Or the Chavis Alvavis brings that too. And Shtavesa is it equal to you? And that's a level that one can try to achieve. But to be fair, this, it, it is healthy to want approval to a certain degree. It is healthy to want to have encouragement and to want to be encouraged. It's part of human nature but it can never be the tachlis. It's secondary to the concern about what I can do to be kind to others or to fulfill my shlichus. And when you think, when you're self-confident, or you could develop self-confidence by thinking, what can I do to help you? What can I do to help this person, him or her that's in front of me now? And when you're thinking along those lines, how could I help another person? How could I influence a person for better? How can I do what Hashem wants from me now? you are free from that burden of thoughts of how are people judging me? I know, do they like me or do they don't like, not like me? So when people are kind and sincerely like other people, usually the vast majority of people will feel positive about them. That's kemayim ponim al ponim. So they don't have to create that response. They don't have to try to do things to impress the other person so that they should like you. Rather, it's an automatic income uh, outcome, rather. You, you are positive and you're loving and you want to give to others and you sincerely wish others well. So when you speak act and act kindly to them, they will, re- generally speaking, for the most part, respond back with a kindness and, and they'll look at you positively. It is really a paradox, he says, Repliskin, the ironic thing, that the less you try to make a good impression while being authentic, kind person, 
the better impression you'll automatically make. Now, that doesn't mean that you dafka wear schlabby clothing or you talk in a, you know, in a not refined way and expect people to, 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 uh, to have it make a good impression. You have to do the normal shtadlis to make a good impression, and that's, that, that's, that's a healthy thing. For example, you you misbeinen like the Aratzafen and the Altaf and Sabatka that every person has a Tzalem even a non-Jew, and certainly a non-Jew that keeps uh, the mitzvahs b'nei noyach, and certainly a, a Jew which is, has nishmas Yisrael. So when you look and at the other person and you see and you try to f- search and you recognize that Tzalem that's being authentic, that's being kind. And by doing that, you will make a good impression automatically. Without the, you're not even trying. You're just doing what Hashem wants from you and what's healthy for you. So that is the idea. You know, the idea is is that when someone has a certain strong self-respect and respect for others, so he gains the respect, but he's not aware. He's not even conscious of achieving it. It comes with the territory of behaving in healthy ways. So this is, for a lot of people, it is challenging. There's certain anxieties with meeting new people, interacting with people. Some people have social anxieties. Is it always, always because of, um, um, because of um, lack of self-confidence? Not necessarily always, but a lot of times it is. And in order to feel comfortable when you need, meet new people, you need to be comfortable about yourself, about your own skin, you know, and feel, and when you do that, people will feel good in your presence. And you don't have to make a conscious effort to even try to impress them. He brings here an anecdote. This is what I told you in the beginning, that even extroverts could have anxiety when they meet new people, that one extrovert um, that, that influenced many people positively admitted, I used to be very self-conscious when I meet some, met someone I didn't know. And then I realized my, that my discomfort was based on my concern about what others are thinking of me. But the reality is that most people were much, con- were, were much more concerned about what I was thinking about them. And more so that even if someone is thinking negative about me, it usually didn't make a practical difference in my life. People think many thousands of thoughts a day, positive, negative, all over the place. So much of what a person thinks isn't about isn't consciously remembered for that long. And this awareness freed me, and I now I meet new people, and I feel a pleasure. And that's most likely what self-confidence is. So the idea is, again, is to be, be um, mindful of this concept of not working on trying to impress people. You don't need the approval of others. When you, when you are um, seeking the approval of others and you're dependent on that, is like saying that your view of me is more important than my own view of myself, or frankly, HaKadosh Baruch Hu's view of myself. If you think along the lines of, I'm a human being, I was born, Hashem created me, I have a purposeful living, I can make mistakes, but I can learn from them, I have value, then... And okay, and if I have an incorrect view, of course I seek out teachers to teach me and to help me. That I could do. I feel I get authentic rabbeim, authentic teachers, authentic mentors. That that's true. And and even when I want approval of my mentors, it's not because of my ego. It's because I want to know that I'm going on the right path. 
But from regular people that interact with you that don't know who you are and they seem to be judgmental of you, you don't have to pay attention. Your view, you know, their view of me is not important compared to what my, I'm really, where I'm really at. So you can't be blinded by, by your own faults, but at the same time, you don't um, become exceedingly defensive. You're authentic, and when you do so and you start interacting with people that way, number one, thinking about how I could help them, how I could be positive towards them, how to bring light into the world. And at the same time, what is my shlichus in the world? What is Hashem trying to tell me? And and I'm act accordingly, the anxiety about meeting new people gets easier and easier. And it's important to understand, like we said, that approval for others, it could be a want, but it can't become a need. Meaning it's a desire, and is it always unhealthy? It's not always unhealthy. I think there's a certain human element of wanting to enjoy a compliment and praise. I think that's normal. And I think that's part of a chesed that you do for other people too, when they're down or discouraged. It's a chesed to uh, um, make them feel good and praise them. Everyone wants a warm compliment. The whole basis of shalom bias between a husband and a wife is to give compliments and praise. So obviously it is a healthy thing. And the fact that someone feels good when they were given a compliment is a good thing. Very often when someone praised someone um, about their learning and about their midas, it encourages them, especially if it came from a teacher or a mentor, it encouraged them to want to be better and strive to be better and to bring out their potential. But it can't be a need. Once it becomes a need that I have to have this, then it's unhealthy. Approval in itself is not unhealthy. But approval seeking when it becomes a need, I have to have this, otherwise I can't live. If, if I don't have this, I'm going to collapse if I don't get this. I need my existence and my, and my, my uh, feeling good about myself is dependent completely on how others think of me. That is unhealthy and that is self-destructive and you're hurting yourself in the process. You are giving up a chunk of yourself for some outside person and it immobilizes you. Sometimes in big ways, sometimes in small ways. And that's the idea. You, it, if you feel good inside only because other people decided to praise you, that's not a healthy thing. You need to feel good inside whether people praise you or don't praise you. Now, if they praise you and they're authentic and sincere, you want to feel good about it? It's okay to feel good about it. It can motivate you further. Another concept is when someone praises you for something, you could feel good about it and then turn to Hashem and say, thank you. Thank you, Hashem. It's Him speaking through this person, giving me encouragement. I appreciate it very much. I'm going to use this encouragement to help me become better. So with HaKadosh Baruch Hu's help, there's a big yisait in Beinad Mechaveirai, and it helps with our one's own self-confidence to love people and to appreciate people. And the more you think along those lines, you, the less self-absorbed you are and the anxiety about meeting other people diminishes and, and you become calm even as you're interacting with new people, even if you're an introvert and even if you normally are comfortable being alone. Have a wonderful Shabbos.